0: Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is the weekly radio show uh, with Cindy Meyer. And this year we're doing things differently. In the month of January, we are having this Wednesday morning um, sharing of wisdom on how to co-create and manifest with the universe with Cindy Meyer. So some of you know the hats that I wear, but I'm just going to share a few before we uh, get started with um, our our tips on manifesting. So I am the publisher of Spirit Seeker Magazine and I've been so for 23 years. I'm the founder, the publisher, and uh, it is just this, this um, devotion. And you can read it at spiritseeker.com or if you want to put the whole thing in, spiritseekermagazine.com. But you can find the magazine each and every month. We also have an email newsletter sign up right on the website um, and you can just sign up there and then ask you know it'll, we will automatically add you to our email list and uh, we will then uh, send you the weekly email newsletter that lets you know when the magazine, the monthly magazine is online, uh, what, who the radio show guests are starting in uh, February. We will go back to um, a Thursday evening, maybe. I haven't decided 100%, um, but I think that's the night it's going to be where we will uh, have regular guests on the air. But you can know about all of this and other wonderful mind, body, spirit events throughout the U.S., by being on our newsletter, um, the other thing is is that we do drawings, and the drawings uh, give you books, DVDs, CDs, all kinds of stuff, tickets to events. Um, we receive so many wonderful gifts from the universe, and you know, authors wanting to get their work out there, and uh, many different things uh, along that line. So we um, we help as many people as we can: musicians, authors, speakers, writers. You get it, everything that we can do to help uh, other people find their way to wonderful tools that are available. Okay, so we are in January, and we had a, um, the last time we were uh, talking still about the new moon and the um, solar eclipse, and we are going into um, our second eclipse of January, which will be happening um, around the corner. It pe- reaches its peak on January 21st at 12, a.m., Eastern Standard Time, uh, January 20th at 9.16 uh, p.m. for those that are in the Pacific Standard Time. So this means that the full moon, no matter where you are, can best be viewed on the night of the of January 20th. Um, and this year, thanks to the moon being both a supermoon and part of a total lunar eclipse, uh, which is also known as a blood moon, um, it, it's it's really a very powerful moon. It's known as the Super Blood Wolf Moon, as a matter of fact. So how's that for a name? Um, and anyway, this full moon occurs um, when the sun is in Aquarius and forms an opposition to the moon in Leo. So you know you have the moon that the, where the the moon is, which will have just moved into Aquarius, and um, and then the um, Oh, the eclipse, uh, the, the full moon, rather, is in Leo. So the full moon, whenever we have that, it's a time of culmination and promise of fulfillment um, of that which was started at the new moon. So new moon, we make our intentions. And then by the time we get to the full moon, it's pretty much in motion. And so uh, full moons can bring up emotions uh, because the the moon rules the tides. When you have a full moon, It brings up emotions. That's why, you know, I used to joke as a nurse, it really was true. Like, we knew on the night shift, especially when there was a full moon, that um, patients would be a lot more active and just crazy things happen with full moons. But the emotional part of it um, is just, that's part of working with the moon cycle. And so with this full moon, it's a time for um, working with relationships, uh, fertility, And fertilization of crops or fertilization of your life wherever you can put a little more energy because as we know where the attention goes the energy flows so that's how we work with these moon cycles so the this particular full moon that's coming up is especially potent as um, as I told you it's a it's a lunar eclipse and lunar eclipses are always relationship oriented so we're being asked to go back 19 years which would be the year 2000 and look at anything that is unfinished from 2000 that you um, may want to change or shift. Um, it's really interesting to go back 19 years and look at your life. So I would just suggest journaling, just for a few minutes. And if you can't remember, um, you can sometimes look at the the news, like you know headlines for um, January 2000, um, 2000, January 2000, and sometimes that will trigger a memory. Um, you know, those of us who are parents, oftentimes we measure so much of our life through the ages of our children at those different times. Um, But there's different things, you know, maybe you started a new job then, maybe. um, For me, I had um, bought a restaurant in 1999, and in 2000, I knew I made one of the biggest mistakes of my life. (laughs) It's a, you know, it was a learning process, and I learned a lot from it. But um, in 2000, I was kind of like a little bit in, in crisis. I had I had three businesses I was running, and so I had to make some choices and and know my limits, um, but also to get clear on what it is that I wanted. And owning a Middle Eastern restaurant really was never my dream. It was the dream of my former husband. And I had made that possible for him, and then he was just in over his head, and I got it. You know, he just we all underestimated the energy of it. But that time period was just... Just rock and roll, and getting to know the Middle Eastern community in St. Louis, and I learned a lot during those two years. Let me tell you. But I also learned that it's you know I have to follow my passions, not the passions of others, and that was a big deal for me. So suddenly, during these um, lunar eclipses and full moons, you there there could be a crisis that comes up that, uh, it, and what it does is it will stimulate you to recognize a great need or want, or something that you're just like, man, I'm on the wrong page, and it's time to change this. So the impact of any kind of a crisis that kind of shows up during um, one of these full moon lunar eclipses is, um, it could be in the relationship area, because these have a lot to do with that. So you may see a relationship that you've, um, a friendship, or a partnership, business partnership, or a personal relationship um, end because that's what happens. Um, It can all of a sudden just, bam, it's done. Or on the opposite side of that, all of a sudden you can realize there's a void in your life and you're finished with that void and you're ready to call someone in. So it can bring two people together with a sudden awareness um, of a great need for each other and a great desire for each other. Or it can just be, you know what, we're finished, we're complete. And let's just like... Go um, go on our own paths, which is part of our um, soul, soul travel. We all have our own soul journey. Okay, so um, th- the other thing is that uh, lunar eclipses are not always, as I said, about relationships between two people. They can trigger awareness in other areas of our life, such as our relationship to work, to our health and our bodies, and so forth. So this is a time when you use the light of this full moon and you um, help bring things to the surface that have been kind of brewing underneath, and then you use that light to shine the light on it and illuminate it so that you can see clearly. So this lunar eclipse that we're about to have presses us to look more closely at our needs, lacks, and wants in our lives. The Leo-Aquarius polarity um, deals with the balance between the personal, Leo is the personal, and the impersonal Aquarius. So the energy of Leo is all about self-expression. Um, it's uh, to boost the individual ego, so that we receive pleasure and romance. Leos love to be loved. They love to strut their stuff. The lions, you know, you know, the lion sleeps tonight. I mean, it's just this whole energy of here I am. And you know, you see a lion, you feel their presence. So that's the whole deal. Leo is all about standing out, shining, being seen, and letting love in. Then we have Aquarius, which is all about humanitarian. Um, what's the rules for the group? How do we all get along? Um, it's uh, it's it's not so much about personal friendships. It's more impersonal friendships. Um, Aquarians are very quirky. And so this energy right now is, you know, and Aquarius is, the words that rule Aquarius are I know. The rules words that rule Leo are I love. So right now we're being asked to strike a balance between romance and friendship. Romance Leo, friendship Aquarius, that's humanitarian, wanted to be, you know, connected to all. And um it also urges us to strike a balance um totally between this romance and friendship arena and expressing ourselves in personal and impersonal ways. And this really I, I want to stress this again. It's expressing yourself in personal and impersonal ways. So there, you don't always tell the whole book, and sometimes it's too much anyway. People don't hear you when you talk too much. So there are times when you just, bam, go deeply, and then there are other times when, you know, you have more of a time to do more of a personal sharing and a hearing from the other um, party or parties. So... This is the final eclipse and the set of eclipses falling along the leo and aquarius uh, axis and it can be felt as a rather urgent boost to make changes the next time eclipses fall along this axis will be in the years 2026 to 2028 so there you go that's kind of a, uh, an overview and um just remember, full moons are when you uh, let go. New moons are when you set intentions. So the Hindu people, the Hindu uh, Hindus, I should say, um, they honestly feel that the full moon is the time for the most powerful uh, manifestations. And um, I tend to agree. It's just this full moon that can just show you with that light um, where things need to be changed. And this whole year... Um, in 2019, we're being asked um, to make needed changes to issues related to boundaries, control, discipline, laws, and rules. And many of us should be seeking a new understanding of these topics in our personal lives and society. So that's that—that's that, you know, personal and impersonal, our inner and our outer. And um, it's just a powerful year. It's a three-year numerologically where so much. Uh, so much can happen quickly if you cho- if you choose to let go of anything standing in the way, so it 's a great time right now before the Chinese New Year that's coming up to clean out your closets to clean out um, anything that you can clean out, file drawers, you know anything that 's extraneous that you no longer need. let it go. Just let it go. I know it sounds amazing, but let it go. And, you know, the Chinese New Year is on um, February 5th, and the, um, the Chinese believe that you start your New Year with an immaculate house. You would never wait until February 5th to clean it. You would do that beforehand so that you can be, during the Chinese New Year, you're surrounded by beauty and you're surrounded by simplicity and you're surrounded by elegance. So sometimes it feels austere to um, not have a lot of things. But, you know, mindfulness meditation teaches us less is more. Um, When we become less attached to our stuff and more um, connected to the universe as a whole, the things that we will have will be things that we love. And things that we don't love, we'll let go. So the words for feng shui that really apply to this year are love it, use it, or lose it. So if you want to succeed you may need to um, face something from your past and let it go. It could be behaviors. It could be patterns. Um, But luckily, the entire month of January is fueled by the energy and courage of Mars and Aries and the support of Uranus going direct again. So therefore, now is a really good time to just say I'm going for it, whether it's your health, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. It really doesn't matter, but it's time um, to really go for what it is that you want. Um, Start up the new year with a bang and shake things up, and remember that courage means um, being afraid and doing it anyway. Courageous people didn't have an easy path. The courageous people go move right through their being afraid, and they do it anyway. There's a wonderful little book called Feel the Fear and Do It, Anyway, it's my Susan Forward, and it's a simple little read, but there's a whole lot in it, and it's like once you get to where, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? I'm already This is already pretty crummy, so why not just um, plow ahead? And remember, when you co-create with the universe, which is um, the most powerful way to live, when you call something in, if something's in your life, it's there for a reason, and then it just happened to it's all. It's there. So if you created that and you don't, particularly want that then use your energy and your mind and your spirit and create something else there's so many books change your thinking change your life um i mean i could go on and on living with intention but the real thing is is you're living with intention so whenever something's there instead of resisting it the real big passage to soaring this year is oh no this is here again i guess i still have something to learn from it so let me get it and then i can move forward So one of my favorite things right now in my life is get the lesson and you don't need the lesson. Just get it and then you don't have to do it. Or if it shows up, you'll laugh and say, oh, must have one more small piece to learn here. So um, setting boundaries is a big deal for this year and say no when you mean no and yes when you mean yes. And, um, you know, one of the questions you're going to be doing with your querying with boundaries are, are my boundaries too firm? And And do I need to let others help me? So it's hard. when you first start setting boundaries when you haven't done it, it can be a little, um, almost too much. So one of the explanations that I learned from one of my life coaches probably 20 years ago, actually more than that, uh, is when you first start setting boundaries, you can either, the person can encounter razor blades where they get hurt and it doesn't feel good, or they can encounter soft, fluffy pillows. So that old saying, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, you can almost say anything if you say it in a nice way. When you're saying something hurtful and it cuts or it, you know, it's like they got punched in the stomach, that's an energetic thing, and they can't hear it because they're already like anticipating the hurt that's coming with it. So to, to move out of this, you have to be courageous and you have to be willing to change the rules that you're running that are running your life. So which rules do you personally want to follow, and which ones are you willing to break? And this is to do with your personal life. It doesn't really have to do with the extraneous. So always, you know, although asking questions such as these can cause changes, especially in relationships, they are um, really intended to help us look for the middle ground so we can all get along. And we have lots of opportunities right now to learn how to get along better. You look at what's happening in you know, and with the Brexit, you know, in Great Britain, you look at what's happening in the United States with a government shutdown and people being asked to return to work and not get paid, so that uh, <laughs> so that it lessens the pressure on the people who shut the government down in the first place. But this is like chaotic; it's chaos. But out of this chaos, we all have to trust that we're going to learn something, and something good really is going to come out of this. So there are times when this um, when this pressure for change is going to be stronger in January and February right now are the main times, and then we will feel this again a little bit stronger in May and June and October and November. So if you're going to set some strategy or intentions, it might be a good idea to do a three-part process um, with each stage, like, okay, for January and February, this is, these are the changes that I'm going to make, and um, these are my intentions and by May and June, I my intention is to be here and then I'm going to the next level with it. And then in May and June, you set the intention and then you know between then and October, November. So use the cycles of the moon, use the cycles of, uh, or not cycles, but use the astrology. I mean, it's not, it's not just a ridiculous thing. The more you work with intention and however you do it, um, the better off your life is going to be. It's just the way it works. Okay, so I talked about goal setting last time. Today I'm not going to talk about uh, goal setting as much as um, I uh, want to talk about feng shui just a little bit. Uh, When we declutter our life, what happens is that we um, create the space for new things to come in. So that is why with the new moon, when it's a tiny little sliver, you set the intention for what you want to manifest, and then when you have a full moon, what do I need to let go of in order to create the space to have um, all that all that I all that I want in my life? Um, okay, so let's see one more thing before we go into our meditation. Actually, I think that's it. I just want to mention that um, you can read the January issue of Spirit Seeker online, and um, we are actually asking our readers to share their, um, whatever their thoughts are about the magazine, if there's something you would like to see, if you, wanna, um, if you would like to see something about healthy living, you know, or re- you know, restaurants or whatever, whatever it is you want. If you would send us an email, and then we're also publishing the testimonials of people who have been um, influenced in a, in a wonderful way by the articles. I had three calls from people yesterday from different parts of the country all saying Spirit Seeker changed my life. So we want to share that. We want to acknowledge our people who are grateful for the magazine. And I want to thank the advertisers because the advertisers are what make the magazine possible. The magazine makes the show possible. We're all in this together. All right. So I'm going to do a guided meditation today um, for working with the full moon. So you can do listen to this today or you remember the minute the show is done it becomes a podcast so you can listen to it any hour of the day or night. All you have to do is go to blog talk Radio forward slash C-Y-N-D-E M-E-Y-E-R Okay, so the last thing I am going to mention is I am doing a feng shui certification program in St. Louis in February and March of this year. Um, it's two uh, week, two days on uh, it's February 9th and 10th and March 9th and 10th. The rest will be Online and, um, and webinars um, for the rest of it. But most of it will be online conference calls um, with visuals that, uh, and we will actually do a remote fung- feng shui consultation because a lot of times your clients aren't even in your city. Um, if you are inter- interested in that, shoot me an email to uh, cynde at spiritseeker.com um, or uh, give me a call at my office, 636 I want to mention that I am teaching the Feng Shui Vision Board uh, Goddess Gathering in St. Louis and in Springfield, Illinois, and Belleville, Illinois. And this is my 12th year of doing this in St. Louis. And it's a powerful thing to do a, a vision board. And I teach a Feng Shui Vision Board, which is all nine areas of your life. And I will be teaching a Feng Shui Vision Board online in March. Um it, uh, that's the guidance I received, so that's how I'll do it. So, if you're not in the St. Louis area or the um, Illinois area, the Midwest, uh, just stay tuned, and uh, you can join join for the for the one online. Okay, so here we go. So, I want you to get comfortable, and cross your legs, close your eyes. If you're driving, of course, you cannot do that. Um, but when you're feeling out of balance from the energy of the full moon, this relaxing five minute meditation will quickly align you to the energy of the moon, balancing and healing your system. Okay, so sit in a comfortable position and close your eyes. If you would like to work with the angelic energies, you can call on the angels now for assistance. And that's what we're going to do. I'm going to call in. So I call call on the healing angels, my guardian angel, and the energies of the moon to be present and to connect with me now. Take a few deep breaths. Actually hear your sigh. Don't just take a deep breath in. One more. Picture yourself outdoors, standing by a beautiful infinity pool. It is nighttime, but the night sky is lit up with a magnificent full moon. The silver rays of the moon shine all around you, and the waters of the infinity pool take on a silver-blue glow. As you stand by the pool, you see that there are steps leading down into the water, You dip a toe into the calm waters and you are pleasantly surprised by the warm temperature of the pool. You step into the pool and with each step down you feel the warm water lapping against your feet, your ankles, your calves. You continue stepping deeper into the silver blue water as it swirls around your thighs, your hips, your torso, and your chest. You stop for a moment to stand in the warmth of the healing waters and to admire the magnificence of the full moon shining down at you. The moon seems to be bigger and closer to the earth than you have ever seen it before, and its energies are palpable. You sense that the water around you is providing healing through the silver moonlight, and that your system is being balanced through the energies of the moon. You decide to swim towards the edge of the pool, but as you thread water, you don't seem to reach the edge, and you smile. As you realize that the pool is indeed in infinite, you are reminded of the infinite nature of the universe and of all possibilities and of your own infinite being. You relax, floating on your back, giving thanks to the moon and the water surrounding you for the healing. You float here for a while, letting all worries and stress just drift away as you slip deeper into relaxation. When you are ready, you turn around and walk back toward the steps. As you step out of the water, you feel calm and refreshed. You noticed as you climbed the steps out of the water that your body dried off immediately. You take one final glance at the beauty of the moon, thanking it again for the healing you've received. You feel yourself gently returning to your body. When you are ready, open your eyes. The full moon lights the way. It shows us where changes and just intentions will support us. Use the light of the full moon, especially with this lunar eclipse, to just let it let it comfort you, let it soothe you, let it shine its beautiful, brilliant white light into your life. Alright, so this is Cindy Meyer. I am a life coach. Spiritual Psychic. I publish Spirit Seeker magazine, and I am a feng shui real estate agent. I do consultations throughout the whole U.S. When you're ready to sell your house, I, help you, um, I can help you remotely figure out what to change in the rooms to make it the most beautiful for the pictures. Um, I'm really, really good at, uh, at the feng shui part of feng shui, uh, of, of real estate, rather. Um, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy coaching people. Anything that I do, no matter what it is, is to help people. So if I can help you in any way, please reach out. My, um, I do readings over the phone for, I don't know, over 40 states, and I read into Canada and Europe. So there you go. I coach. I do readings. I do whatever I can do, and I'm going to be teaching a lot more classes by webinars. Okay, so there you go. Happy, happy Wednesday. Happy full moon in uh, Leo in the sun sign of Aquarius. Just embrace it, enjoy it, and have a fabulous day. Use this meditation and come back to it when when it helps you. Okay, namaste.